time to talk games and chew bubble gum, and I'm all out of gum. Welcome to another episode of Talk Games Chew Bubblegum, where today we're putting together one of your favorite lists, and these games are just like the third child. They were either mistakes, kind of make you angry, or more importantly, they were just super disappointing. As with me is the most two sexiest people always, whether it's their facial features, their voice, or just both comboed, Alan and Luke. How you doing? Aww. I feel so so good about myself now. I'm just making sure no one else is a third child, right? No, I'm I'm the oldest. The eldest. Second second biological. I think I'm technically like the middle child. So, okay. Just curious. Biological as opposed to... I I, I have adopted brothers. Oh, okay. Yeah, that would explain that. Okay. But I I was born before they were adopted. So they wouldn't screw up the order at all or anything. And then I'd be like number four in that order anyway. So yeah. Anyway, speaking of disappointments. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Today we, uh, we want to talk about the games that we personally just felt just didn't live up to our expectations. Now, this is not a list of games that didn't live up to the hype. Right. Right. I'm not just going to sit here and be like, uh, yeah, this game was advertised to be all of this, and you know, for months we waited collectively as a as a, a people just to find out that it was some hot garbage. <laughs> anthem. Oh, speak but, for yourself. I mean, you haven't but, seen but my these, list yet. <laughs> but these are, but these are actually uh, like all other lists that we've done here are actually a lot more personal and such. So we all have our reasons for for being disappointed in these, and um, I'm really excited to see what we all came up with because i know for me personally this list was a bit this was a bit difficult uh i uh yeah. i found out that i don't really dislike <laughs> many of the games that i played <laughs> so so finding ones that, I'm, that kind of made me go oh man what what was that just it was i really had to reach for this I'm in the same boat with you. I, this was, I thought the music episode was the hardest one to put together. Mm-hmm. It was actually this, this by far. And I was making changes up to it two hours before we started recording. I was like, but no, that's not fair. Like I, technically, you know, well, yeah, I knew it was a disappointing disappointment before I even started playing it. So mm. was it disappointing yeah. or did I just enjoy what I was playing? Or I know this game's disappointing, but I never even played it. Is that even fair to put it on my list? <laughs> so I, I really delved and got into some and like one of these is going to be a hot topic. I have a feeling. And, and just to kind of double down and, and, you know, refresh here that this is not games that we don't like. This is not games that we hate. This is, True. this is games that were disappointing. Maybe they didn't live up to expectations. Maybe we, you know, just, just, you know, it's, it's like that movie that you don't really like or enjoy, but you kind of go back and you play it or you, you watch it. And it's it's I don't know, just just kind of a fixture in your life. But we again, we don't plan these. We don't coordinate on these. We just start off with a vague statement that we <laughs> interpret in our very own individual personal ways. And as always, I'm going to say this, I think Al and I are probably sharing one. I, I, I think I think there's one do. on here we share, yeah, and, and I'm pretty sure. Um, okay, okay. So, but we'll also like these lists, we always have some honorable mentions. Something that just 
we don't need to get into it or it's just disappointing or look, they're honorable mentions. You know what that means, right? Exactly. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Helen, do you want to start off with a quick honorable mention? Yeah, sure. Uh, so I've got a couple. Um, first off, I'm going after Telltale Games here. Uh, they put. I know, I know, I know, I probably shouldn't, but they did put out a uh, Guardians of the Galaxy game uh, at one point. And, you know, this is riding high off the heels of the first movie. And uh, because of that, you know, I'm super excited about this game. And I'm thinking, oh, man, it's Telltale. It's Guardians of the Galaxy, Star-Lord's Demand. You know, you got your Groot, all that stuff. It's going to be great. And honestly, of all the Telltale games I've played, it just wasn't the one for me. Right. I mean, I'm not saying it was messed up because it wasn't, you know, it just wasn't my bag, you know. So. So, yeah, I really don't have anything really bad to say about it. I just. I just didn't get the vibe from it. it. I just wasn't feeling it and everything. So that's why it's an honorable mention and not one of my core uh, games on this list. But yeah, got to put you there, buddy. So. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm going to do a quick one. Last of Us 2. <gasps> really? Yeah. Whoa. Did uh, it's not an honor- that coming. It's an honorable mention because this is something that I could sit and talk about with uh, great gameplay, great graphics. The story was a convoluted mess. There were so many plot (laughs) holes. Um, I didn't like the interweaving time. Like, all right, two weeks now, three years ago, one week today. Mm. And it just kept going on back and forth. And then it just didn't flow with me. And uh, at the end of it, after playing the masterpiece of The Last of Us 1, I never wanted to go back and play Last of Us 2. It was disappointing to me. All right. That's fair. So I think, uh, I, you know, I think before this, we, we talked about, I, I think I said I only had one honorable mention. With with that in mind, I have I have another honorable mention here. Oh. Uh, but I'm going to bring up um, uh, Warhammer. Oh, goodness. What's, what's the what's what's the name i'm totally blanking right now so i'll I'll give my first one and i'll I'll look up the name here in a second but i'm (laughs) sounds good anyway uh one of my honorable mentions is the lust for darkness series it's uh i'm a i'm a huge fan of a lot of like creepypasta you know lovecraftian eldritch horror kind of stuff and (laughs) this is like if you took a um you know, 12 year old schoolboys horny fantasy notebook and you made it into a video game and right. you, you slapped in a side of, of like, you know, Ridley Scott, um, uh, aliens. What's, what's the guy? HR Geiger. Yeah. Geiger, the, yeah, art, yeah. the artwork of like HR Geiger. And, um, yeah, it's just, it, it has some potential, but it ends up being like a 12 year old boy's horny fantasy with a dash of Lovecraftian horror. All right. Okay. All right. Yeah. I mean, now I have no idea what this game is. Adam, yeah. you seem like you might've, but uh, okay. I've, I've seen somebody play it. Okay. It's, okay. And he went through the whole series. So I have an idea what Luke's talking about. That yeah. potential. It just, yeah. There's a, a couple of free demos out there. I can point you at and, you're not you're not going to be missing much. <laughs> All right, that's fair. All right, guys. So coming back around to me, uh, I am going after Call of Duty this time. 
Uh, I'm going after Black Ops 3. Mainly because I'm a big fan of the Black Ops series. And the third one didn't feel very Black Ops to me at all. Uh, it just felt like like sci-fi spaghetti. You know, they it's this weird story that had nothing to do. It didn't feel at all like, like you're fighting a Cold War against anybody or any of that stuff. I, it just, it, it was just like its own little thing. It looked like they were just trying to do advanced warfare, but on a smaller scale. Uh, and then there's like this whole twist in there about like who you really are, your identity is versus that person. And then the multiplayer is when they started introducing operators to the multiplayer, which took away your ability to, you know, you know, style your own multiplayer avatar after yourself, right? They started creating these personalities and these specialties and, and all this other stuff around these characters who were completely unrelatable as far as I was concerned, you know, which is a huge thing for me. <laughs> you know, I want to be able to feel like I have some sort of connection to these people and I just didn't. So in my opinion, it just pretty much just ruined black ops for me until the um no the latest cold war version came out like two years ago so okay or so, recently yeah well yeah or when it came out <laughs> <laughs> so this one it it's not really fair it, the game's not out yet and that's Ooh. why it's disappointing me it's party animals <gasps> it, it was a oh. game it was a gang beast style, which if you know that is about animals, yes. like Battle Royal. The reason it's disappointing is because this got like announced, the demo was like two years ago. Mm -hmm. And even the demo was like pretty polished. You know, mm -hmm. we were playing matches up with up to six people and having so a lot much of fun. fun. <laughs> it's been two years and I understand there's been some like development issues because of certain pandemic, you know, going around and things get cut down, but it was supposed to be out the first quarter of this year. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I keep hearing like, and you hear less and less about this amazing game. So mm -hmm. right now I hate saying it, but party animals is disappointing me just cause I want to play it. So I've got to lie. I actually consider throwing <laughs> that on there for the exact same reasons. I'm glad you said something. Thank you for that. Yeah. yeah. All right. I, I finally remembered what my other honorable mention is actually called rather than just <laughs> raging at the memory of the money I spent on it. Uh, and that is the game, actually two games in a series, Warhammer 40,000, Dawn of War 2 and 3. And I'm going to combine these because I it, it just, the things I didn't like about 2, they just doubled down on for 3. And like, hey, you didn't like this before and it kind of ruined the game for you? Well, guess what? It's even worse this time. Uh, so the the first game, the first game in the, in the Dawn of War series, I have all kinds of fond memories playing with my buddy Carl. And we, we were roommates in college and we would play this. And, and every every now and then, you know, we would just have a, a really rough time in classes and we'd open this game up and it was it was great. Um, really capture the feel of large armies battling it out and the the resource system in the first game was was it encouraged you to play really aggressively because you could not gain resources unless you were, you took control of certain points on the map so it wasn't like you could just turtle up in your base you had to 
go out and, and reach out. But the second and third entries in the game turn it into like Warcraft three, where it's like, you got a hero or you have a couple hero units and they're better than other units. And you have to micromanage them a lot more than just like getting a whole horde of mooks and just throwing wave after wave at the enemy. And uh, yeah, that's, that was really, really disappointing to me. So I think that's funny that you threw those in there because Dawn of War, Total Wars, like those kinds of like strategic games have always been a game that I've wanted to play, but I'm too stupid. And I was going to put them on the list as like a bundle, but I'm like, no, maybe, <laughs> maybe and stupid isn't disappointing. The games are fine. I do, like, I can't be disappointed in the games cause I can't read. Like, that's, All right. so. that's a vindication on your end then. Good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but just so y'all know, I can't, I, w- I would love to learn to play those games, but I, 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 I could give you a hand. Maybe I, I don't have at least with the first one. I don't have the patience for those. You're going to teach fine. Adam something. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> all, right, all right. All right. Okay. Next. Okay. All right. Leading so, in here. Well, well, as we get into the actual list and our things, um, I would like to go first. Oh, okay. Because, and the reason I would like something. to, yeah, yeah, right. The reason is because I just want to get this game out of the way because I know it's on Allen's, and if not, then this makes me sound like in every other list, or I'm like, I know this is on Allen's, and it's not. Mm-hmm. So, what do you my got? Num- my first disappointing game is Watch Dogs Legion. That was gonna be my first. <laughs> that was gonna be my first. Okay. Yes, oh. I knew it. I knew it. Well, and that's why me. I wanted to do it. That's why I wanted to do it. Yeah. So we can okay. just go right, ahead okay. and get yeah, out let's of the just, way. Let's just do it. All right, let's what do, do you it. Got? What do you got? So Watch Dogs Legion. Um, and here's the thing. I played a fair amount of this game. Mm-hmm. Like I put maybe like 25 hours into it. During these 25 hours, something didn't click. And I mm-hmm. don't know what. Like, I think most of the time I was juggling a soccer ball. And I like, had a lot <laughs> of fun doing that. So Watch Dogs quick and simple a grand theft auto-esque game you know open world third person except in this one uh you're working as like a underground society uh group hacking group um to take down the corporation just i'm gonna sum it up fast uh alan can fill in the blanks for me (laughs) um and doing so you're hiring all these other characters and like construction people are the town drunk and they all have their like perks something that they're good with so you hire the construction guy because he can go into the construction sites and work the equipment the town Mm -hmm. drunk can fight you know Mm -hmm. the little old lady she has her perks and it was so interesting like who's going to join the team and everything like that um the driving you know was sloppy Mm mm-hmm but mm-hmm. that's not why it it for me it was I got one good character and never saw the need to hire anybody else never need to see the need to do anything else you know this character could hack everything and do everything I needed I enjoyed it but like it was just it never clicked with me and it left me disappointed because I was hyping myself up for something really spectacular exactly exactly so you actually hit pretty much all the points uh, that I was going to. I mean, it was advertised as a game where you could pick anybody off the street up and turn them into a member of your um, 
of, of your hacker team, right? Right. And like I said, they were all supposed to bring their own skills to the table. And you were gonna you're supposed to be able to take those skills and be able to use those in order to complete missions in these various ways, right? Some would be better suited for something where others um not so much, but it would still make for an interesting uh experience, right? But then after a little bit, you find yourself kind of going, wait a minute. I could do everything with this one character. And for me, it was the Hitman character who they had styled. They they had tried to advertise supposed to be more like a John Wick style character, which doesn't make sense to me, considering that the game takes place in London in the future and John Wick takes place in New York. But I mean, hey, let's not get too bogged down into those types of details and such. Right. Um, what what really got me was like, you could do that. So now you have this person who has these really cool uh, like killer moves and everything. But when it comes to hacking stuff, he's just as fast as the super hacker, right? Or he could control, um, you know, drones just like like a, a drone person, or he could do this or do that just like everybody else, you know? And there's really no, no reason to just switch away and choose another character. It's not like they had like a, a well thought out backstory or they had, you know, these like personality traits that really made them more interesting and such. They're literally just someone you picked up off the street and you read a little bio on them and it really would just tell you, okay, cool. This is their name. This is their age. This is their occupation. Uh, these are the types of perks they have. Oh, and I think the most interesting thing I found I have, let's see about someone was um, they might just like die just for like no good reason. <laughs> they yeah, just Like the old, the old lady. Like, yeah, it, like, like, like her heart just may stop. It, it, Isn't you don't know realistic? when it's just going to happen. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it is realistic. It's well, immersive. I mean, I <laughs> <laughs> right. right? And I, you were right. Like the driving portion, whatever it was, it was almost like, like your tires were made of Crisco or butter and all the streets mm-hmm. were hot pans, right? You just slid all over the place. <laughs> it was, it was ridiculous. You couldn't. Yeah. So yeah. I was very disappointed. This especially coming off of um, Watch Dogs 2, which took place in San Francisco and was just a lot of fun. It was just yeah. a lot of fun going around Silicon Valley and um, just just beating the crap. Well, their version of kind of like a Silicon Valley and just like beating the crap out of all these these uh, corporate goons and stuff all the time. It was exactly. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. Watchdogs Legion. Disappointing. <laughs> Luke, I guess that means, <laughs> means what do you bring up. to the table? Yeah. <laughs> Well, um, Watch Dogs Legion. No, I'm You got a tagged in. Like, all right, all right, all right. You got me. You got me there for a <laughs> second. Wait, what? Wait. <laughs> all right. All right. You guys actually did a really great job of convincing me not to play that game because I knew you guys were going to jump on it right away. Or at least I knew Alan was going to. And then I, I played through that and it's like, nah, nah. Am I that predictable? Um, do you want me to answer oh, that wow. question? Oh, wow. You guys got quiet. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no, All right. Just, no. just go on with your game, sir. Just uh, yeah. go on. <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, The Division 2. You just got fired. Yeah, yeah. Not for, not for me. It. Not for me. So, so again. Explain uh, yourself. <laughs> these are not games that I dislike. Like, I don't have an hours total on The Division 2, but... Uh, then the next games that I, I have in my list, I played for 45 hours, 40 hours, 30 hours. Um, yeah, uh, the, these are games that I've put a lot of time into. Mm-hmm. But it, it's like 
it was it was just good enough to keep me playing the game and wanting it to be better and more satisfying than it was. It's like it's like after you've gone on a on a long tea break, you give up uh, caffeine or something like that for a while, and then yeah, you have your first uh, first Dr Pepper after a while, and it's like ooh, all right, there's a little something here. When before it's like you you're just pounding you know half a twelve pack and it's doing nothing for you. Uh, so the division two. And this is actually going to be kind of a theme with uh, uh, another one on my list here. Um, I really want to like looter shooters. The, the, the gameplay loop of a looter shooter of going through having cooperative multiplayer with my buddies, going, going into a some kind of adventure and, you know, coordinating a la Ghost Recon style and uh, you know, drop the big baddies, get the loot, get out. I want it to be more satisfying than it is. And, and it's really what, what keeps me playing games like that is that I'll be playing them with friends that usually I'll have one or two friends at very least. Um, usually I'll just have one or two friends, but, uh, usually I'll have one or two (laughs) friends that I'll play this with me or I'll, I'll play these games with, and that's enough to, to, keep me interested even when the gameplay kind of falls flat and division two the the first part of the game and the exploration and running around dc and seeing how accurately the the downtown area was modeled and the the liberties that they took and and being able to compare that i'm a huge map geek so being able to do that and then i think there's a time where i was playing this and we went on vacation down there down your neck of the woods there. And um, yeah, it was a lot of fun mm-hmm. for the first few hours. And then it just got into this endless grind and endless loop. And eventually the enemies are all the same. The There's not really any interesting gameplay challenge to it other than just get better stuff, make numbers go up and shoot more bullets. And, and there's, it, it lacks novelty at that point. And it lacks player agency that there's nothing that I can do other than just pour more bullets into this guy at some point, you know, like at, at least with like the, the old school ghost recon games and whatnot, you, you had some level of sneakiness that you would have to go and sneak up to the guys. And you, if you were good enough, you drop them with headshots and coordinate with your buddies and whatnot. But uh, these looter shooters that are all, you know, gear score based or, or whatnot, uh, it turns enemies into these giant bullet sponges. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm running around with a light machine gun and I'm going to post up on this balcony and I'm going to be throwing down some covering fire. And even like army of two did this better where it's like, that means something there. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that little aggro system. Yeah. 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 Where, where there's 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 something that you're doing beyond just throwing numbers down range and you need to have a better beanie hat that only drops 0.0003% of the time to make your gear score go up to the point where you'll be slightly more effective. Yeah, so that's that's what I got. So the division 2. So I already know what his other game is too. Um, yeah, I have a feeling I know what it yeah, is as well. Yeah, 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 and that's a <laughs> So I feel like that, that was a good lead. Say, you, you guys, yeah. I think you, I think you're onto it. Yeah. yeah I think so we're all going to be sharing. 
So that for one. the viewers, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> one of us in this group is very big on. Well, I wouldn't say he's big on looter shooters, but he, I know that he has gotten. He spent some time in Division Two, and uh-huh. he's definitely spent some time <laughs> mm-hmm. on the next one. Uh, well, I don't know on Luke's list. Um, I have played Division Two a little bit, and I won't say it's disappointing because I enjoyed what I play. But Luke nailed it. Like, that's why I end up stopping. I get to a point and I'm like, eh, I don't need to go get a new gun that does the same thing as this one to get a different color beanie to go kill the same enemy. Like, it, it's not rewarding at that point. Um, so, but this time the beanie might actually drop. Yeah. It, and I can't do it, but I'm also this guy that plays the same fighting game for 20 years. <laughs> it's like, I'm not learning new combos. I'm pressing the same button, but you know, we all have our vices. Yeah. I mean, we, we once again, like I said, you know, these are our own personal, very personal <laughs> opinions on these games. So yeah, I'm just going to move on to the next game in my list. Uh, yeah. And uh, for me, it's going to be uh, Ghost Recon Breakpoint. All right. So you take that back. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. How's it feel, Luke? Uh, how's it feel? No, um, <laughs> no, really. But but so I uh, actually came into the Ghost Recon series a bit late. Uh, I forget which game came out before uh, Future Soldier, but I played that for a bit. Then I really sunk into Future Soldier and freaking loved it i mean i was all about that one i i mean to this day i'll still pull up every now and then you know yeah. just kind of play it and all i just loved everything about it you know the squad I, I had a roommate i had a roommate that again it was the same kind of thing like my buddy carl and i in college with uh mm-hmm. you know uh that warhammer game that mm-hmm. I, the name still lose me again Dawn even War. though we just talked about don war yeah <laughs> thank you but yeah yeah, uh, yeah. preach yeah, so then so then I carried that into Wildlands, which, you know, so they opened up and started doing the whole, you know, like sandbox thing where you could travel all over Bolivia, um, liberating it from from a cartel and such. And I was going, OK, cool. This actually is pretty good. But then we get to Breakpoint and it's like they took all of the things that made those games so good and just said, you know what? No. Uh, they, 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 they went out of the way to justify having you fight drones for no good reason. They took away your squad, you know, and they just have you trying to play this whole survivor role. And honestly, I, I'm not big on games that force me to have to survive just, just for, just for the sake of having a gameplay element there. Um, like if it's survivor, a survival game, I mean, that's one thing, right. But to say, okay you're you're uh stuck in enemy territory right and now you know every time you get hit with a bullet you have to try and and you have to like bandage yourself up and then you know hide in mud from a drone you know that's overhead so that you know these guys in these weird capes and helmets that look just absolutely freaking ridiculous don't find you and, and gun you down and you have no backup or support and such in a series where you definitely had a squad to work with you know to help you you know to kind of like uh like overcome all of your challenges and everything and now you've just gone into <laughs> just full-on 
like, well, I guess I have to try and be Rambo, but like a squishy Rambo. What do you do? <laughs> right. Uh, so, yeah, I was not a big fan of, of that. And, you know, they've since, you know, brought your squad back and, you know, they've even had their own, you know, gear score elements and such. Or you could switch that off to just be more classic you know, Ghost Recon where, you know. A headshot as a headshot, as opposed to, as opposed to um, a feature that they added after launch, right, 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 right. <laughs> like, like the whole thing, it made no sense to me. It's like you had things that worked for you. You you brought out Wildlands. You changed up the gameplay um, from all of the games that came before it, and all, and it worked for you. Why mess with a thing that's beginning to work for you? Mm-hmm, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. so, so yeah, it just it just wasn't there for me i mean don't get me wrong i still own it i'll still pull up every now every now and then when i know they have like an apparel event going on and be like oh cool look at this oh also the apparel sucks <laughs> the fit sucks <laughs> all of it sucks okay i'm sorry okay nope all right uh, I'll, <laughs> next up sir <laughs> so my next one is a game that i want to like so bad and i will like even when putting this together, this list together, I was like, "Shit, maybe I should give it another try." And this would be like the fourth time I've tried playing it, and it's oh. We Happy Few. Okay, okay, yeah. Yeah, 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 I can see that. So We Happy Few, like it brings like so many elements of games that I love. Dishonored, mm-hmm. um, it's got survival elements. It's drugs, drugs. It's set <laughs> in a even like. like a portal element it's set in world war ii era um and there is a corporation going around that is trying to keep you out of the know essentially of what's actually going on and giving you drugs called joy um so all the inhabitants and everything like that are on this joy so they can go by their life and they don't see what's really happening your character you play as one of three i've only ever got to play as one because that's how I haven't made it to the second character, um, you know, decides to stop taking his joy. He's done. He doesn't want to be force fed these drugs. His name's Arthur and he starts seeing the world for what it really is. And it's dark and it's depressing. And that goes on to like actions and that you take in the game. You know, do you take the moral route or do you take the survival route? And it might weigh heavy on your conscience. Um, there's elements of like, if you have to be in this area, maybe you need to wear the right clothes all while having the psych psychology, psychological horror action game going on that should to like, just call me in and make me want to keep playing it. And every time I play it, I get a little bit further. Cause I'm like, no, 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 no. I got to go just a little bit more. No, 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 no. This time I saw you die. I know. no, oh god Voss I didn't even mean to do that um, <laughs> okay, okay. You, yeah. I didn't want to say it but you were definitely turning into no, Voss right there yeah, I just heard it and I was like oh wait what um, no 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 yeah and so it's just disappointing because I don't know what it is because there's this great melting pot of a game that should scream Adam stay up all night and play this but I get 45 minutes into it and I'm like, oh, and then the next day I try and like, it's just a struggle for me. So. You, you know what? You know what? Uh, we Happy Few reminded me of. It, it, it was like a looser version of Dishonored. 
I I thought that the gameplay felt like it was trying really hard to be what Dishonored did really, really well and had down pat. But the level design, the AI, the all of the, the mechanics and everything that went into making it a really great game, you know, the, the things that you do have meaning in Dishonored, where We Happy Few, it, it just didn't feel like that. And the, the, the pacing of the game with, you know, some of the really creepy, dark, depressing stuff didn't seem like it was well balanced with uh, much in the way of, of anything else. It was just, it was depressing to play. Yeah. Yeah. And I, yeah, there's some depressing games I love playing. Yeah. I know what's going to happen. Frostpunk, this war Mm -hmm. of mine. I love, I love crying at the decisions I make, you know, but Frostpunk is just Minnesota simulator. Except we have less coal up here. Fair. Um, But yeah, we have a few. I, and even like, once again, I'm thinking I might start it up again. I might put it on a list of games that we can play. It's that way I have a reason to finish it and we can talk about it. I'd be down. I didn't hate it. I just stalled out. I just lost momentum. There you go. Okay. All right, my turn again here. Yeah, it is. Uh, um, is it is it in sequence of the last one you said? And Alan, I can tell you what it's going to be. Uh-huh. No, I I, okay. I think actually Alan's reading off of my list now because <laughs> mine I have forty one hours into Ghost Recon Breakpoint, and uh-huh. that is the next game on my list. Why oh. didn't you see then? <laughs> because I I just felt like we'd have a little interlude with Adam because you know I I put almost a hundred hours into wildlands and I really mm-hmm. wanted to like breakpoint. I was really pumped. Mm-hmm. I liked what they did going from the previous incarnations of the series up to wildlands. Mm-hmm. And you know, they, Alan, you ended on, on the perfect note there. They took a squad based shooter and made it a single person game. You know, the, yeah. the, so much of what made wildlands amazing was the, the flavor the setting, the mm-hmm. you know, the gameplay, the the fact that you are not just lone wolfing it in and out and all over the place because you have a squad and you can coordinate with your squad. And mm-hmm. if you're playing with other human beings, it's it's straightforward to coordinate with. But if you're playing solo, that's still cool too. Right. You know, the it's the enemies are bullet sponges. The the game has enemy levels and weapon levels and they turned it into a grindy looter shooter. It's mm-hmm. basically the Division Pacific Island Edition. At that point, the, the weapons are effectively all the same. There's very little gameplay difference if you choose to use a shotgun, a subgun, sniper rifle, or even a pistol. And you've also got... They, they, they changed your, your like rocket launchers and grenades and mines and stuff like that to inventory items that have no, no numbers attached to them either. So they like defy this. They, they went... <laughs> they put together this big looter shooter level system and then you have other stuff that is in complete defiance to that it's it's absolutely bonkers and thank you what what killed me was wildlands was amazing you had people just like bullshitting in spanish and Mm -hmm. saying uh wonderfully um polite things to each other and your guys were calling out you know back and forth and the enemies and uh it, it felt alive Mm-hmm. You had cities, towns, villages. You had enemy encampments of different flavors and all kinds of different fla- uh, terrain 
that you'd find across Bolivia is based in uh, Bolivia. Mm-hmm. You know, you had desert, you had mountains, you had uh, some like real high desert mountainous terrain. Um, Breakpoint, I felt like you just kind of had swampy jungle, various variations yep. of swampy jungle and all of them somehow with a shitload of hills to slide down. <laughs> you'd find hills at the least convenient time of the game and you'd start careening down the hill and bust your legs up and yeah because yeah, you're you know, a tier start... one operator who can't go down a hill yeah yeah there there is a technique what? and there's a special word that mountaineers have for sliding down a hill on your butt so you don't <laughs> screw things up that is that word is glissade you don't even glissade down the hill you just like careen just arms and legs akimbo and <laughs> you get to the bottom of the hill and goodness forbid you you run out of stamina as you're falling down the hill and you get to the bottom and all of a sudden you've broken your legs oh no you know time to hit a thing of adrenaline and the way that you refill your stamina is with your handy canteen which you know i hope you have plenty of like aqua mirror or treatment or something like that because you know, you're, you're going to get some real nasty bugs sitting there dipping your canteen in every river, stream, swamp, or, or swimming mm-hmm. pool you come across. Mm-hmm. See, see, uh, you know, it's, see? There, there's just enough to suggest some survival mechanics that could have been implemented to add some flavor, but it ends up being watered down to the functional equivalent of LaCroix sparkling water. Yeah, and and the storyline, the storyline. They're supposed to have this island inhabited by people who were in large part displaced by like Apple, Google, Raytheon, all like mm-hmm. smashed up together. And except there's no real sign of the natives. It's just like, oh hey, yeah, there's some like Southern California mini towns that we put in with some real open floor plans and glass walls. Um, whole thing looks like a Googleplex office park. Or swampy jungle with hills. <laughs> That's all you have. AI is a dumb as a box of rocks. You can't move sideways while prone. And for some reason, there's this kill drone that randomly shows up at the least convenient times flying overhead. And you need to hopefully have a mud puddle nearby so that you can, you know, apparently that's the one time where your guy can like roll side to side. Right. To get a little muddy and then like slap some mud on your face. And that's enough to fool this kill drone. All right, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Thank you. Uh, he gets for, it. 41 hours. <laughs> he gets it. See, I don't think I ever played it because I asked you how it was, Alan. And you're like, eh, hmm, not my cup of tea. I mean, because I know you played Wildlands. Yeah. I had an yeah, uncle There, there was a Jones operating yeah, Coy- in Bolivia. Yeah, Coyote Jones. There we go. Yeah. yeah. It's like, that game do you fun. like Wildlands? Do you think that was a great game? Did you really enjoy your gameplay? The time spent that you played in this game? You're not going to like Breakpoint. <laughs> Just hurry. <laughs> Go back to Wildlands. All right. All right. Next. Next. All right. All right cool. I'm um, going to switch gears a little bit. All right. Uh, so I'm going to go back to 2008 Ooh. with you guys. And uh, I'm going to go with Robert Ludlum's The Bourne Conspiracy. There was a... That was a game. Bourne Conspiracy. Yes, it was. Oh, my God. Yes, there was. So... This game, let's get let's get started on this, okay? So we are all familiar with the Bourne movies, right? Right. Yeah. This game was the reason. I would say the Bourne movies were the reason I uh, picked up this game. 
So I was super excited about the concept of being Jason Bourne in a video game. I mean, how could you not? You see the way the man fights. You see the way the man shoots, right? You're thinking, this is going to be awesome. Right? So I go in there. And I mean, it does follow uh, a lot of the plot for the the first movie, the um, the Born Identity, the Matt Damon movie. And you know, it it gets a bit more in depth because of the video games. So you could take the time, you could spend you know ten hours as opposed to the the hour and a half and all. And you get into your first fight, and you discover what is wrong with this game. Instead of being Jason Bourne, who could literally wipe out a squad of five guys with guns in less than 30 seconds, you know, using using uh, Kali or whatever it is the man fights with, you get into a fight night style punching match with everyone, right? With like a two button combination system, right? <laughs> and, you, and it's like, and it's like, like, you know, you, you press, like your combos all consist of like three button presses and you're hoping that you hit the other guy enough times to be able to build up um, a little token, build up for a little token, and that token will then allow you to do a takedown. So, you are Jason Bourne, Jason <laughs> Tiberius Damon. Bourne. Matt Damon. Yes, and you don't even look like <laughs> Matt Damon. He doesn't lend his voice to this either, right? Right. Because I'm, I'm guessing because the man knew what this, what kind of garbage this was, right? And you go into this thing thinking, man, I'm going to be Jason freaking Bourne. And every single time you get into a fight, which you're going to get into plenty of, right? Because you're Jason Bourne, you got to go and get into a little, a little, a little, <laughs> little jab match with him. Rock'em, sock'em, yeah. robot style. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. just to collect some tokens. And I think you could collect a, a maximum of three. So now you're like, okay, well, cool. I know I'm in a room with three guys, I got to fight all of them. Do I just build up enough to I just build up more than one token fighting this guy and then use the other two on these other guys to make it look kind of cool and cinematic? Or do I just get this guy out of the way right now? And then, you know, you, then you switch to like a shooting section. And of course, you know, all that's just, you know, cover based and running around. And then they try to do the whole shaky cam thing when you're moving and such. And they added some, some of the music oh. from the movies and such. And and the the voice acting was just so melodramatic the whole damn time. I just I just couldn't do it. All right, I I wanted to, but this game just just really ruined ruined things for me. I I went into this thing expecting all kinds of great things, and uh, I walked away extremely disappointed. Uh, and like the game apparently gets like a seven point three out of ten. Right? No. No, 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 no. I am sorry, guys. I am sorry. You <laughs> no, have to play this game to to experience it. You have to. T- I want both of you to try it out. I know you won't, but I want you to do it. Look it up on YouTube, and you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. All right, all right, all right. give me a pen. Yes. All right, Matt. And you know how bad it. You know how bad this is. They called it Robert Ludlum's The Born Conspiracy, right? <laughs> they didn't like this so much they decided to throw the actual author's name under the bus they were like yo this is the guy who wrote the books it has nothing to do with universal studios <laughs> just go after if, him they <laughs> leave matt damon alone everybody <laughs> yeah they were probably trying to pull like a tom clancy like well tom clancy puts his name in front of the games let's do it with yeah. robert Lud- 
Yeah, it's it's like the opposite of what happened with the Wanted movie, where uh, where that guy took his name off of everything. Right? <laughs> they were like, no, 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 go after this guy. It has nothing to do with us. So yeah, that that's my my born conspiracy. I I feel like I've been waiting since 2008 to say that to somebody. <laughs> so does that, does that so, feel good? Yeah, it's it a chest. real cathartic moment right, right now. All right, all right. This game hurts me, and I I look back at it because I've been playing the 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 series lately um, in my time because it's like, such a great game. Um, mm-hmm. But this one, Def Jam Icon. So you, you had these amazing games, Def Jam Vendetta and Def Jam Fight for New York. Fight for New York is one of the best fighting wrestling games that you've ever played with an mm-hmm. all-star cast of mm-hmm. Snoop Dogg, Fat Joe, Meth and Red, Ghost Face, Danny mm-hmm. Trejo, Sean Paul, Electric Carmen, or Electric Carmen? Carmen Electric. Carmen Electric. Electric Carmen. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and, and you're having these like just brawls. That's all it is. A simple strong attack, light attack, grapple, strong grapple. And it's super simple, very fast paced. Def Jam Fight for New York is just an mm-hmm. amazing, fun time. So when Def Jam Icon came out for the 360 and I was seeing like fighting again, I'm so excited. Except what did they do? They took everything that made the Def Jam games fun and got rid of them. So now your fights are still like out in, you know, like open areas, whether it's a a convenience store parking lot or your hotel room or, you know, lush condo. Um, and they tone down the fighting. So there's no grapples. It's just like a simple throw that you can do here and there. But now it's kind of based off of like the fight night system, where if you've ever played one of the boxing games, it has the fight stick. So Mm -hmm. that's how you're doing your attacks. You're not doing these over the top, breaking people's backs, like finishers. You're just doing punching kicks. What kind of like almost made it was that there was, um, I can't remember what the system was called, but objects in the background would beat and go do stuff to the music. So if there was a big bass drop, maybe that fire um, hydrant lid would come flying off and you could hit your opponent into it or something like that. Mm. The thing is, I don't know any of these songs. I don't know how to time it. And the reward wasn't even worth it. You know, um, another cool thing that they tried to do with this game was like, let's say you're playing as Red Man and a Red Man song comes on. You know, Red would get a little extra like boost of power and he would get hype. But it was just so not other Mm. Def Jam games. And it left me so disappointed. I think I put 45 minutes into it. And Ooh. I just never played it again. Um, and like I said, I, as of last week, I'm still playing Fight for New York because it's so good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And like, it, I don't know if you've even heard of Def Jam Icon, you'll, you'll know how disappointing that one was. That is disappointing. Yeah. Just listening to it. I never played it, but just hearing that, knowing what I know about Vendetta and Fight for New York, that is just, oh, that's brutal. Yeah, that was so bad. 
Look what you got for us. I feel like this is. I feel like this list is actually like really kind of bringing us down. <laughs> it is. How about this one for you guys? Uh-huh. What's a game that the three of us have played together? I knew it. I knew it. I knew you, it. you knew it. You knew this was coming. You know, I I foreshadowed it plenty early on. Oh yeah, I, yeah. Even when you originally, yeah. Even when you started this list, yeah. And so uh, this 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 is a game I'm that was disappointing don't, enough. Don't want to try the DLC that's coming out. But you know I will. Okay. I, of course I'm going to. You know I'm. But yes. if, if it's if it's free, yeah, no, I'll try. It's, it. it's a thirty dollar yeah. DLC. Oh well. Then, yeah. Okay. Mm, either way. Yeah. Either anyway. Way. Anyway. Wait. This this game, listeners, <laughs> is Outriders. Mm. This game came out is one of the few games that I have paid full price for uh, on launch and not waited for a sale because mm-hmm. uh, the A team here was super hype and really wanted to play it and we all played the demo and it was like all right this has some promise here yeah um i've gotten 41 out of 46 achievements on it and played 48 hours worth i I know that's probably a little light compared to uh yeah adam but uh yeah it's it's a one to three player co-op class-based shooter and you know this this is it was developed by people can fly who brought us painkiller and bullet storm and listeners you know how we feel about bullet storm i was not on that episode myself but the a team did not leave anything unsaid that i would have added to that one this is this is like rng random number generators the game this this has a worse end game more frustrating than most of the looter shooters that i have played in the past few years just without having gone the rabbit hole of you know live service that that destiny and the division went down mm-hmm. um it's it's it felt to me like a like a third person destiny without the openness to the world and vehicles and there really wasn't much to it that destiny one and two didn't have just from a third person instead of a first person viewpoint mm-hmm. you know and the the worst part is the the player base dropped off so heavily and it's <laughs> But they're still doubling down on it. It's like it's getting an expansion soon, and they're talking about you know making more games with that IP, mm. and it's got an, it's got interesting world building to it. That's mm. one of the things that kept me playing. But the the gameplay loop was just it was chest high walls and you know limited corridors and whatnot, and all of the interesting things came from running in circles it felt like at the Mm -hmm. end and that's about it (laughs) again no no interesting decisions for the players to make no player agency and very little skill in what you're doing other than just put more bullets down range make big numbers go up Mm -hmm. yeah no that's uh alan i i want you to talk about a little bit and then i'm gonna say something Okay, so uh, this game was also on my list. So I see, I see. This is that that day that everything we we find ourselves um, we we understand why we all do this together <laughs> because because <laughs> we all are, we we have so many games in common here. Um, so it came out strong with that demo, right? 
And what I was impressed by was the fact that it actually had a demo, like a real demo that people could really play, really that, get a sense so rare for. these days. Right. It's so incredibly rare. Right. And then they had the extra added bonus of saying everything that you've earned, all your levels and everything you've earned in this demo will carry over into the game launch. Going, Mind blown. You could do that? I had no clue. Right. So surely this must be a very polished game. Yes. Yes. So um, it was really interesting because, you know, we're talking about a game much like Bulletstorm where it's all about being as aggressive as possible, right? If you try to take cover, literally the moment you squat behind a building, uh, uh, behind a wall, a grenade is falling right in your lap. You're like, oh, I can't stay here after all, right? And it's all about, you know, gaining health by killing you know, all these enemies and doing all that stuff, just being as aggressive, just like you said, just throw lead down range all day long. And then you build four seemingly unique classes, right? But only allow three people to play at a time, right? So I'm going, okay, well, what kind of sense does that make? You know, if you're trying to build these different combos and leave one class out. And then my class, which you guys know as the Devastator, the big heavy that likes mm-hmm. to go around mm-hmm. Hulk smashing everything because that's just theory. how I am. Yes, yes, in theory, <laughs> is actually the weakest of all of them because I, I, I don't know. I guess they just felt like making a strong character strong just isn't a good idea, right? The strongest one was what? The technician? The guy who hangs back most <laughs> in a game where you're supposed to be punished mm-hmm. for hanging back, mm-hmm. right? And he just he just mops the floor with everybody in in ten seconds. Where my devastator, who can literally shake the ground under you, right? Speaking speaking for all us fellow technician mains, um, I I see no problem with that. Oh okay okay okay. Oh and don't get me started on uh oh who's that the the trickster? That was my class exactly. I had <laughs> and I had so much fun with that class. It was so much fun. Speaking of imbalance. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Hey, hey, but, the, the trickster got nerfed there for a bit, uh-huh. for a little while. Yeah. But yeah, mm-hmm. you, mean, you, know, you know who none, got none nerfed from the beginning? <laughs> <laughs> you know who got nerfed from the beginning though? No, but really, uh, and I think at this point they're just now starting to make um, the Devastator actually more viable. But I, but that said, um, yeah, the grind, that grind there, you noticed you were definitely grinding. Right. And that was the big difference between this and a lot of the other looter shooters I played. It's like there was really very little that kind of kept me thinking, man, it's worth this grind. Despite the fact that, like you said, Luke, very interesting world building. Um, they they had done a fantastic job of of giving you all these different ways of playing, even though all of it was just kill them before they kill you. Right. Um, the the environments. I felt were kind of lackluster at times. I mean, they gave you a, an interesting uh, few varieties and all, but it just seemed like they kind of picked a color palette for each level. And if it was outside, it's brown, right? If if there were stones around, everything is gray, you know? And if it was a forest, there's so much green around that you can't tell anything. You really can't tell like what's attacking you half the time. There's even one in-game level where they literally have the nerve in the middle of the the final boss battle to just like in in the forest just cut all the lights out 
Like they just, everything just goes black <laughs> and then you're just shooting into nothingness while just getting pelted from all over the place. It's just, so, just hearkening back to firing magic missile at the darkness. Yeah. See? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so I just, I, I really wanted to, to, to love this game, especially since, I mean, Adam, remember when I first told you about this game, we were at a, at a gathering with some friends and, you know, us being who we are all the guys got together and just started going, Hey, so, uh, we have this games coming out. <laughs> yeah, let's check this out. And I pull up my phone. I show you all a trailer for outriders. I'm going, this is going to be the next big thing. Check this out. And yeah, here I am now. So this game almost made the list on me. And as I was saying, like I kept changing my list outriders was on it. And then as of today, of uh, recording this episode, summer games fest came out. Uh, well, the first day of Summer Games Fest, and it was announcing stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I saw a trailer for the DLC, um, which took Outriders off the list because they're still trying stuff with the game. It's not dead. The DLC could do it, but I this gives me like No Man's Sky impression where that game was such a huge disappointment to me. Everything that was promised, I played it and never got to see any of the cool stuff. But mm-hmm. I was playing this game two months ago, No Man's Sky, and loved it. It has gotten its updates. It's gotten its due. And it's a great game. And that's why Outriders got put off. They're still trying stuff with it. Um, at the end of this trailer for the DLC, they were saying tune in sometime this weekend to see the new end game which is something they're hyping up. So they're, 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 they're hyping up something new, you know, it, besides more story, besides more armor, the uh, mm-hmm. recycling of looting, shooting that we're used to. Um, I also enjoyed the game, but at the end I was disappointed. So the fact that there is something being announced, took it off the list and who knows if there's ever a most disappointing games again, or, you know, just in a random episode, I'm going to follow up Outriders is disappointing. And then that, we can leave it at that. That's just all I wanted to say. I'm giving it another right. shot right. because. Right. I do have one last thing to say about it. You're right. RNG, absolutely atrocious, right? It got to the point where people in the community were actually suggesting stop trying to get your hands on exotics and just turn less powerful items into into uh, your, your main firepower weapons and all because there's no way you're going to get your hands on that good stuff that you really want. And what's the point of playing a, a looter shooter if you can't get your hands on the good stuff? Fair. What's the point of anything if you can't get your hands on the good stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Right? It, you you want to hear this segue? You, oh, never mind. Damn it. All right. Anyway, anyway <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm going to jump into mine. I'm going to make this one quick because uh, in my defense, this ended up, this is this game is one of the inspirations for this episode idea. Um, And that game is 12 minutes and I'm going to keep this short because we want to do an episode on this later, but I'm going to do this like three sentences here. What the fuck? (laughs) Daisy Ridley, James McAvoy and Willem motherfucking Defoe. I want two more sentences. Okay. This game has no excuses for being the extreme exercise in poorly executed frustration that it ended up being. Mm. And then we're going to talk more about this in another episode. Yep. Uh, Almost an honorable mention, but I didn't even want to say that much. So correct. Yeah. Yep. I didn't even play 20 minutes of it. 
Once I saw where it was going and how messed up it was, I went to Wikipedia. No, no, we're not talking about it. We're not talking about it. We're done. Understood. Uh, Understood. So, yeah. So. All right. Next. Yeah. Um, What do you got? I I just want to do a quick word association with both of y'all. I'm going to say a game Uh and I want y'all to tell me the first thing that pops into your mind. Mortal Kombat. Hadouken. I thought, God, you're fired. Okay. All right. All right. First thing that came into my mind. I'm well, fatality yeah, yeah. fighter guy. <laughs> oh, fatality is a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, there we go. And that's what I was looking for. We're going to go into that in one second. My most disappointing game is Mortal Kombat Armageddon. Uh, not okay. most, not my most, because there's I still got mm. one more game, and these are no particular order. But Mortal Kombat Armageddon, um, fight a game, Mortal Kombat, my kind of game franchise has all 62 characters up into this point in the franchise is such a huge undertaking. What they did Um, all playable. There's a story mode for the first time ever. There's create a fighter. And then there Mm. was mortal Kombat's version of Mario Kart in this game. You're really selling me on this. No, no, it's great. (laughs) It sounds amazing. And even new mechanics in the fighting system where you can now do air combos and a parry system. Mm -hmm. It, was lovely all at the cost of no fatalities <gasps> what so mortal Kombat armageddon oh. introduced the create a fatality so no characters had you know sub-zero wasn't freezing somebody and smashing somebody sonya blade wasn't giving you the kiss of death instead you had command prompts that would go i'm gonna punch you in the face i'm gonna rip out a liver I'm going to snap your neck and I'm going to kick you or I'm going to break a bone and then I'm going to kick you. These were all done in a timing based thing and they had to get faster and faster. So like it's to start out, you had to punch. So it was like left, right square, then down up square, then left, left, left square. And at the end of it, it just left you wanting so much more because the fatalities were gone. You had stage fatalities um and then also at the same time 62 characters a bunch of them played the same you know they like max had like three special moves and everybody's fireballs were kind of the same Mm -hmm. um but it was you know like i enjoyed so much but if you take the fatalities out of mortal kombat it's it's disappointing. It's like taking a Ghost Recon game and turning it <laughs> from a squad, squad based shooter, <laughs> yeah. and just turning it into Rambo. Oh yeah. my god! I yeah. I did wow. not know this, and honestly, I'm disappointed in myself for not knowing this. Um, wow, That's, uh, impressive, dude! That must have hurt you bad. Oh. I know how oh. much you enjoy playing the Mortal Kombat series. So I still I still played it, but it just, and, I didn't. And Adam. Adam being the the fighting game guy he is, is even wearing a Cobra, I believe that's a Cobra Kai Kai, Dojo uh, shirt right now. A gentleman in this uh, chat actually got me the shirt. I did. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Well, I was going to say, yeah. if Luke, if it wasn't you. The only one. <laughs> I know. I was, the, the I was, only I was one waiting for Luke to be like, wait a minute. Cons- no, well, there, there's none of us are under the illusion that I'm a gentleman. Oh, fair. That's fair. Alan is the only one of us who could. Yeah. Anyway, anyway that, that is actually fair. Oh, that is actually fair. <laughs> all right. Lucas. And when the man truth. speaks the truth. Um, so, so my final entry on this list is, um, 
it's disappointing for much of the same reasons that the uh, the Born Conspiracy game uh, disappointed me because it took something that I thoroughly enjoyed and it just kind of it twisted things and just just ruined it all for me. Um, didn't ruin the IP necessarily, but just ruined like the concept of just really going in and just kind of being this person or this thing and everything. And that is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles for the Nintendo Entertainment System. The first the original. One, the original. I need you fellas okay. to Alan. know. I need you fellas Alan? to know. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. So Okay. I was a child. I was a kid, man. I I, I was little. I was all about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I was I was all about Raphael. I was all about all that stuff, you know, the cartoon Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, all that mm-hmm. stuff, right? I mean, I I Heroes in a Half Shell, Turtle, Turtle Power, Power, yes, you know, you know, Halloween costumes, you know, everything branded, anything I get my hands on. My bike was a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles bike. Who, it was, who was so your great. favorite? It was Raphael. Raphael. I knew I liked you for a reason. See, see? I like I like Donatello. You would. I honestly took you for a Michelangelo fan, but okay. Either way. So, so I get my hands on this as as I was a kid, kid, (laughs) right? And I start to play it and, you know, you, in your own, in your mind's eye, right? You, you're able to overlook certain things, right? Because you're, you're, you're looking at this, you know, this official Ninja Turtles game and you're like, oh man. You know, graphically, you don't care. You're a little kid. What do you know, right? Gameplay-wise, you, know, you pay a little bit more attention and such. But this was just a frustrating mess, an absolute frustrating mess, all right? And I think a lot of the world <laughs> agrees with me on this. Water okay? level. Yeah, the water level. Exactly, the water level. You can't get past the water level, Right. I don't I mean, care who you are. I don't care how old you are. I don't care what your reflexes I, are like. It's like the speeder level in Battletoads. You put your hand down at him. But, <laughs> but, but I guess we're built different, Adam. Stop this. This is my this is my entry in the list, right? right? But, but there was nothing about this that was the fun loving pizza eating Ninja Turtles to me, right? This was just a platforming side scrolling game that didn't do either right, right? Right, the the characters themselves looked absolutely horrific. Right, uh, the controls like you 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 go to jump and everything, and like you jump like all the way across the screen, and like and then they have the nerve to actually like have sections in there where you have to do like more precise jumping, but you can't control any of it. You're just flying all over the place. The sound effects were just ugh. it was it was dreadful. It was dreadful. It it hurt me. It ruined a part of my childhood, right? Uh, that I didn't recover or get back until like the first movie came out and such. And honestly, if you had told me that this game was, if you told me like the background behind this or the backstory behind this game was that it was originally something else that was then reskinned as a Ninja Turtles game, you know, to just fool kids into convincing their parents to spend money on it, I've totally accepted that. I'd be like, okay. Cool. I was one of those idiot kids. It works. But no, there is no story like that behind there. They just simply went after my childhood and made me the man I am today, bitter as I am, for no good reason. 
All right. There. Awesome. So, so most disappointing game I have ever played in my entire life. Wow. Yes. Whoa. It's the teenage and, and Ninja not Turtles. Even, not even how Ninja. amazing two and three were for the NES took so, the edge off. That's the thing. They were amazing. They were yeah. absolutely amazing. Two of my right? favorite games of all time. Right. Shredder's Revenge. Shredder's Revenge comes out. Hold on. I wrote yeah. this down. Next Friday, or oh. June 16th. And well, they just announced. I know what we're playing. And they just announced Casey <laughs> Mother Loving Jones on it today. I know yes. who we are playing. I know what oh, we yeah, are I'll playing. Oh, yeah, I'll have it. I'll have it bought. All right, all right, all right. But yes, anyway. but anyway, yes. But anyway, so so that is my, my final entry. That is, to me, the most disappointing game I have ever played in my life because it took something just so beloved to me, something that I was all about. Uh, I wanted, to, up until I was about 20, I wanted to be a Ninja Turtle. <laughs> all right? So, so yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to shut up now. No worries. Luke, how controversial is uh, your last pick? Um, we were supposed to have five in our list, weren't we? Yeah. Oh, and, I think I... I've covered one, two, yeah. three. So I think you guys ended up skipping me at one point here. Probably. Oh, well, well, then he, so hey, I've, I've only I've got go two entries left for legitimate entries here. Well, then um, go. One is reasonably controversial and the other one is there's there's no controversy <laughs> okay I'll, um, I'll well i mean you can finish your list or i can do do one of them go ahead i'm, 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 I'm gonna do one yeah uh, and, and i will say alan as as scarring emotionally as turtles one was for us um i will say that my uh my my younger brother uh was coming of age at the time that we had a Sega Genesis and he was really, really big into the lion King. And that's all I'm going to say on that. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. So understood leading into my number two, cyberpunk 2077. Oh, yeah. You got 45 hours into this game. I fucking love this game. Um, no, I, 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 this this one I actually have over eighty hours into. Um, had a rocky launch, had a ton of bugs, mm-hmm. and promised the world, and it gave us a city. Uh, yeah, the, we've talked about this in the past in open world games with great soundtracks where we just like, mm-hmm. you know, hopping in a vehicle and just cruising around the city. The the driving mechanics were, uh, yeah, yeah. it felt like Alan was at the wheel. Um, <laughs> Ow. Damn. on the outside it looked gorgeous it, you know the I, I played it on a, a pretty beefy pc mm-hmm. the graphics looked phenomenal uh with with ray tracing and whatnot uh but what once you started looking closer the the patina kind of comes off and uh things kind of fall flat mm-hmm. yeah they they had hyped it up and promised that you know you'd have your origin path and that would affect your gameplay. And really that just led to a couple dialogue choices and it changed the first half hour of the game or so. Uh, yeah, there's, there's really been, yeah, this is, this is from CD project red, the game, the, the, the developer that gave us the Witcher three for goodness sakes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, again, a game that had a very rocky start, but eventually got patched into amazingness and mm-hmm. you know, is, is now this pedestal or the a game that's put up on a pedestal, that other games are compared against. Mm-hmm. 
And it's like they just they shipped this and just fucking walked away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they, they. There's very little communication as to what they were doing after launch. Um, they're very limited developer support that we know of beyond just patching it into base functionality. Um, really nothing as far as, you know, we, we keep getting promised you know, additional DLC, additional content, different things that we can go in there and interact with that. Um, yeah, I love the game. It was a neat story and it was, was a very um, interesting way to and different way to play through a storyline like that than I have played in the past. But it kept it ended up just and uh, being being a variation on the same theme over and over and over. Uh, the there was very little detail, like you're talking about with uh, the division or not the division. Um, Outriders. No, before that. Um, your wow. agents and whatnot. Uh, watchdogs. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. It's it's like how you know you, you were really hoping for a lot more depth than there ended up being. You know, you're jumping in, thinking you're gonna you know jump into the ocean here, and it ends up being a glorified kiddie pool. Mm. Yeah. Yep. That's all I have to say about that. So I got lucky and didn't play this game until after one of the big patches have came out, like a very large patch. Um, and while playing it, I was streaming it um, in Discord with a few friends. And one of my friends played every single class and he's like, dude, this is day and night different. Like mm-hmm. he's like, you did the right thing by waiting to play it. Cause, and he would point out like, this wasn't an option. You couldn't do this. Like it, it's, I think the game's a little bit larger than Witcher three, um, you know, and what they want to do. And I think it's going to be a bunch of small patches, like you said, until it's where we want it to be. So, um, so I walked into that one not really sure I even wanted to play it. So I didn't pay much attention to what all the things it was supposed to do. Right. Um, because of that, I went into it pretty much with rose colored glasses <laughs> on like a lot of other people. And I just really didn't, ex- I didn't know what to expect. So I wasn't disappointed by, by much of it. Uh, so to me, the big thing was all of the, you know, all the people reporting the crashes, you know, because they wanted to go in and play it at its highest resolution or heck, even half resolution half the time and have it just not falter on you, have it not destroy your system or whatever it was doing. Um, and once you got past that and all, I was just like, OK, cool. It's just a free roaming game and all. I don't, I don't know. Is it supposed to be better than this? But I will say. Based on just that, right, we're talking, you know, uh, not really knowing how much they promised us. And based on the fact that uh, one of the major complaints in the very beginning that I heard a lot was about all of like the bugs and the crashes and stuff. I actually kind of lucked out being the one of like five people in the entire world who actually played it on Stadia where you have no hardware. So it didn't matter. <laughs> you can play the game in its entirety <laughs> all the way through. Right. So I was able to do that. I had finished the game like three times before anyone I knew had finished it once because they couldn't get it to <laughs> to function. So I was going, oh, excellent. You guys want to talk about this? Nah, man, I, I haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, cool. So uh, yeah, I got to play. I just got to play the game, <laughs> the base game as it was and all with very little 
in the way of um, the problems that I was hearing about and all, and was just able to experience a game, not necessarily the masterpiece that everybody was promised. Yep. And, and to, I, uh, from my from my perspective, I didn't actually have any instability issues mm-hmm. with with the gameplay. It was just bugs that were in there, like characters t posing and weird physics stuff, where all of a sudden something would just like fly into orbit. I I didn't experience that in mine. I lucked out. <laughs> so you got one more, Luke. Correct. I got one more. All right. So do I. I'm gonna get mine out of the way. All right. So that way people can go off on your word and not mine at the end. This one hurts me a lot because there was a time where this one didn't hurt me. And that's Silent Hill 2. Oh, I got to hear this. Yeah. Um, As I mentioned earlier, some games just get better, you know, and then while they were disappointing at launch through patches and everything like that. They're playable. They're not so disappointing. Silent Hill 2 is the opposite of that, where going back and playing it today was one of the worst mistakes I have ever done in my life. And I have plenty of regrets. And this is like number two. Silent Hill 2 was like <laughs> one of my like one of my Damn. favorite games. It set the staple for survival horror. It was up there with the Resident Evils. And when you think Silent Hill, you think just scare fest amazing music atmosphere building um while maybe a convoluted story it's a story it it, i mean if i I like there's a bunch of people going silent hill 2 is amazing Mm -hmm. and you are correct if you don't play it today i played this game i think maybe six seven months ago and it dragged. I was excited to play it again because I hadn't played it since like middle school. I was ready to get scared. I was ready to see the pyramid. I like had like, but instead what I got was super foggy mess that you can only see 10 feet in front of you. And I understand why they, mm-hmm. why it's done that way. Um, it, it, a very lackluster story until the end where like you're getting like, hours searching for a key for a two second talk um just so bland the combat was boring it 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 hurt me so bad after finishing that game again to go this this silent hill 2 it i i had to prank myself like maybe i got the wrong version like no this is not what i remembered it and the only thing it still held up was the music Mm. the music was still amazing but everything else it hurt and it disappointed me because I did. This was one of my favorite games of all time. Like we talk horror games and I'd be like fatal frame Two, silent hill Two, Um, but no longer. And I, I only, only, I only disappointed myself in this one. And that's try to give people a warning to not go back and play this. You ever hear that phrase? You can't go back home. Yep. Mm-hmm. I, I, I really feel that with a lot of these games. Yeah, so uh, there we go. I'm just going to be quiet now and be sad and <laughs> try to have fond memories of Silent Hill 2, of all of us in middle school sitting on a couch, eating pizza while one person plays in the dark. And You did that too? That's how yeah. you do it. Yeah. Th- that's even, how it's done. This is the way. <laughs> but mm. even still, even if I put that memory in my head, it's it's gone. Mm. It's gone. Luke. 
Continue. All right. All right. I'll take us home here. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. No. Dun, 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 no. Dun, dun. No. no. Only in Battlefield. Battlefield 2042. Uh-oh. A game in which I have over 30 hours. It's like the meme equivalent of, or the, the game equivalent of that meme. Uh, the, the mom, can I have a Nintendo? And she says, no, we have Nintendo at home. And then shows one of those little handheld water ring toss games <laughs> caption that says, this is the Nintendo at home. What I had hoped for in my heart of hearts was an updated version of Battlefield 4 that built on an established franchise, had weapons and vehicles and gameplay somewhere between Battlefield 4 and my absolute favorite entry in the series, Battlefield 2142. Yeah, yeah. Battlefield is is near and dear to my heart. It's, it's, it's been one of those franchises that's been a must-buy for me on launch. And, and even, even if not on launch, like within one year, they will patch it to solid playability must buy i have some close friends that play it and you know the vehicle-based combat the openness of the maps always been a favorite of ours and you combine that with all the maps in the in the last few games uh you you'll have how the maps will change and evolve over the course of the gameplay mm-hmm. they have like their levolution feature where tornadoes will show up buildings will crash down tsunamis will run naval ships aground and it was just a real real crowd pleaser um not this one. This is a shooter with terrible gun mechanics. Mm-hmm. The vehicle driving mechanics are worse than 12 year old entries in this series. And the map seemed like they're designed to, to intentionally troll the players. You have battle passes to unlock equipment, guns, and everything is locked away behind your level progression. You have to level everything individually. Just a lot like the Call of Duty series, but it, mm-hmm. it, done in an even more frustrating way. Uh, it's it. I, I've said before, you know, I had a real beast of a computer at this time and it still ran like hot garbage. Mm. I wanted to like this so much. I ended up putting 30 hours into it, hoping that eventually it would get better. Um, and it, it's one of those things that, you know, what's what's the definition of insanity, you know? doing the same thing over and over, expecting a different result. I, I feel like that's that's us in a nutshell with some of these games, but more so this game for me than most any other one that I've talked about tonight. It's so weird that you put this on the list because it almost made my list. But I remember a conversation that we had like uh, maybe like a month after this game came out. Yeah. I was like, ah, I'm done with 2042. And you're like, no, come play with, you know, me and my friend. We'll spider tank up a building and we'll have like, we'll do all this stuff. And I'm like, I, I don't know. And I didn't put it on the list because I was like, Luke and I are going to get into it because I know he likes this game. <laughs> they fixed the spider tanking. Well, that's even disappointing now. That was the only yeah. thing I wanted to look forward to. Yeah. Well, when you have, when you have a game that's so broken that the glitches become features that the player base is, the, the player base plays the game to take advantage of, I think that says a lot about a game. Mm. Yeah, that the core gameplay was not engaging enough without these weird like hovercraft running up the side of a building things. Santa Claus is in the game, right? 
I don't want to talk about it. Okay. <laughs> I am I'm not, not, not there since the you. incident. Uh, the season, the season one's coming out soon, right? <laughs> How long has it been the game out and season one's coming out now? Uh, I don't want to talk about it. Yep. <laughs> Alan. Yeah. See us out for crying. <laughs> <laughs> well, congratulations, everyone. You got to hear three grown <laughs> men just, <laughs> just pour their hearts out and um, bring them all bring themselves to tears. Um, if you're still listening at this point, <laughs> no, but, uh, but seriously, uh, this was actually a very interesting, uh, trip down memory lane, um, for us. And, uh, I, I really love doing these lists because I always learn something, you know, uh, we really get a kind of a glimpse into you know, who the three of us are and what we really play and, and what we really appreciate about a game and what we dislike about a game and, now, a list like this actually makes us kind of dig kind of deep into our own personal uh, feelings and all. Like I said, a game like attacked my childhood, <laughs> right? And and Adam, one, you know, ruined your uh, one, playing one now, ruined your, your fond memories of it in the past. And Lucas, I mean, the series, man, the series, <laughs> right? You know, and I also know how big of how much of a fan of Warhammer you are too. So to hear that you put any of those games on there, it's just oof. But that said, um, yeah, this this was really a lot of fun, guys. Thanks for for uh, having us do this and suggesting this, Lucas, and making this happen for for all of us. Um, what does everyone listening think? You know. What, what disappointed you? What disappointed you guys? I'm sure everybody out there has a couple of games <laughs> that they found disappointing, right? And I think you'd be surprised if you actually looked back at your own personal histories and and really tried to answer that question for yourselves. But uh, if you do come up with something, we can be found in certain dark corners of the internet. Uh, where web. would that be? Dark web. Dark web. <laughs> Uh, or talk games to bubblegum.com are all social medias facebook instagram uh well just those two i guess not all apple podcasts we got craigslist you know spotify all those podcasty places yeah angie's list no I don't know what Angie's Christian list Mingle. Is. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, uh, all right, everybody. But, uh, but seriously, though, everybody, uh, we'll see you next time. Until then, be sure to take care of yourself and others. And uh, yeah, we'll see ourselves out now. <laughs> see ya. Finish him.